Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town and here's what's coming up today. The local derby we were all looking forward to turned out to be one of the easiest wins of the season as Luton smash Watford and take home all three points. Today, Luton Town totally dominated that game and I'm so proud of the group, I'm so proud of our club and I want to dedicate that firstly to Gary Sweet and our fans because they would have loved, and if, imagine if it had been, we could have won by 10 if, if it had been fans here. And as it was such a good performance, instead of focusing on just one player, we decided today, let's just focus on the whole team. What a performance and how good has this season been? We'll be discussing that today. And right now you can't open any social media app or listen to any radio without hearing it on the news. The Super League is a massive talking point. We'll give you our thoughts on that. And yeah, plenty more to come as well. It's going to be a good one. And today I'm joined by always Dave and Bataro and Andy Burgess has joined us on Zoom tonight. Uh, evening guys, how are we? Very well. <laughs> no, come on, we all know how we're all doing. How are you doing? We're all, all smiling. Look at, <laughs> look, at, look, at, look at that picture on that screen there, he's smiling too. It's all good. <laughs> Andy, you were at Kenilworth Road the other day. I just wanted to, straight away, and that must have been incredible. Everyone wanted, it would have been great to have a full house there, but how good was it to be there? Yeah, I was extremely lucky to, to be able to be in the ground. Um, you know, I felt so much for everybody who wasn't able to be there, all the fans, because the atmosphere would have been sensational. Honest to God, I was sat just below a a, a tannoy that kept playing the, the fans. And, and if you close your eyes, to be fair to them, you would have thought that they were in there. It was yeah. superb. But yeah, it was such a shame that the supporters weren't allowed in the stadium. But what a magnificent performance by the team. It was, it was sensational. What a win, Batara. I was quite nervous in the build-up to this. And in recent podcasts, I've been saying, like, I'm, I'm nervous. I don't know how it's going to go. And right up until kickoff, even them first two minutes, I was like, all right, we've started all right. But it was like a bit nervy, weren't it? Well, I think we were the same sort of approach, didn't we? You start a game like that, you all know I can go, you know, belly up. But, oh, yeah. No hey, listen, worries, from really. minute one, from minute one we were on it. Incredible. I thought we was pressing really high, we was really quick to the ball. You could tell that we wanted it. You could really tell. And, you know, that's, that's the thing. If the fans had been there, mm-hmm. I think I said to, to you guys at the time, I totally agree with that. If fans were there, it would have been an amazing atmosphere, yeah. especially that first five, six minutes where we were right on top, getting corners, getting, getting possession. And literally, you know, Watford could have been any team. Yeah, exactly. And to pin a team, like, well, let's, let's face that, it. That's they have, they have the got quality. Yeah, exactly. They've got they quality, let's face it. And they're potentially going to be a Premier League team. But we, we that's a I guess. Well, before we get into that in more detail, uh, let's get on the three-word reviews. It's how you guys summed up the game in three words. Richard says, a perfect performance. Phil says, thoroughly outplayed them. Kevin, derbies really matter. David says, 11 absolute warriors. Uh, Lee says, great, he's a prick. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Robert says, promotion bid derailed. Stephen, feathering in shadows. And Alex, could have been five. It really could have been five. Mm. That's the thing. If we had a bit more clinical edge, Andy, we could have probably scored loads more. Yeah, I think as, as you guys as you guys just touched on, we started unbelievable. And even when the, from the kickoff, it went back to Matty Pearson. He put it up, and and when Elijah won the first header, you could just see it. It, it everybody was on the front foot. Everybody was at it. The ball went out 
just in front of, the, uh, of us in the main stand and and James Breeze sort of sort of jogged across and Matty Pearson absolutely got him got him going straight away. So it was so obvious that a quick start was what Nathan had demanded and, and you could just see it straight away. We were the urgency, the tempo uh, was superb. The quality of the play was good. We were we were moving them about. We looked confident. You know, the pitch wasn't great. It was a little bit bobbly, but we, we were getting balls into the box. There was a couple of times that I think Jordan Clark put, put crosses in and, and I think Elijah's just not been on his back, on, on his heels a little bit. And you think just getting across, you get that first striker yes. and things like that. But yeah, we, 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 we created so many chances. I didn't realise, obviously I was sat in the main, I didn't realise how close Dewsbury Hall's sh- uh, shot was mm-hmm. that, that went just yeah. wide of the post, yeah. obviously from the angle you guys have had, it was so close. And uh, there was, there were a couple of other chances, but yeah, it was honest to God. I, I just think uh, we wanted it more. We just the, the team just wanted it more than Watford, and, and to say they were second in the league, we absolutely in every mm. department outworked them, them outfought them, Dominated. and wanted it more. True, and there was two changes from um, last time out against Wickham, wasn't there? Um, we spoke about this on the podcast last week. Will Luar Luar get a start? Will he get the ninety minutes? Because fans have been saying, why not throw him? And to be fair to Kaz, I thought he did pretty well. KDH came in as well. Um, and as always, Jujubee Hall just oozed class, didn't he? You know what yeah. you're going to get of him. And it's like Andy was saying, just the chances we were having in that first half, we, us lot was, was sitting there going, well, how, are we not, how are we not winning yet? Yeah, but that's always the fear as well. Do you know what I think? You can have so many chances in the game, you can dominate, and you know there's always that fear in the back of your mind. I'm sure you, Andy, would have had the same thought. Is it going to bite us? Yeah. Um, yeah, when you're on when you're on top in games, you have to score. Yeah. Uh, that's a, the big thing. And so often you see that when you don't, and it had that feel. It had that feel that are they going to? Is it going to be a sucker punch? Because as you say, they've got quality. Although we didn't see it, that, you know, a couple a couple of times the balls went over the top, and you just thought if 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 Matty gets isolated or if Sonny gets isolated and, and a shot gets deflected, and and it and it felt like that m- might be the type of game it, it it was. But as it transpired, you know, we we fully deserved to get the goal and and, and win the game, and it was a, it was a magnificent performance. And that's something I kept saying to you guys, isn't it? Every time. We had a chance, we didn't score it. Watford would break, and I, you know, they like we said, they have got they've got talent. I would say, I would say, we was all a bit cautious because of that. We've seen Luton dominate before, and then you get suckered at the end, or sit back too deep, and they score a late winner. Mm. And you thought, well, they can't go a whole game and not have a shot on goal. That's what I felt, but they did, and it was great. And they 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 didn't get a shot on goal because we were playing out of our skins. the defence, immense, absolutely immense on, on I Saturday. I think we're saying it's silly, like 18 or 20 shots that we had in the end. Crazy, it? Like crazy. The whole team, it, and I think the buzz that we've all got right now is because we know they were really up for it. Yeah, I'm still sweating thinking about it, honestly. Really I can't, it's ridiculous. I, I, can't, I, don't, I can't sit here and fault one single player. No. Normally you'd pick out and go, oh, we didn't really see much of him, but I can't think of one player that didn't have a good game. Like the man of the match the other day went to the whole starting 11, didn't it? Or the whole, well, the whole squad, should I say, that came on, but yeah, played, participated. But yeah. Brilliant. You can oh, tell we're buzzing, mate. right? You can tell. You can tell we're really. <laughs> Can't get the words out properly. It's great, isn't it? But to be fair, the, the the one I was I was most happy for because I think at times he's been he's been played at right back and that it's, and it's not his position. I just thought Matty Pearson was was magnificent yeah. and and. Yeah. Not just what he did, and you know, we, we pressed really high to force them to kick it. And when you're kicking it onto Sonny Bradley and Matty Pearson, they're going to have a fight and a scrap, and they won that every mm. single time. Now, I don't think Watford won a header, but it, he looked more comfortable 
from from a more central area dropping it when you're right i don't want to get too technical because i think it was a it was a more of a of a, of a wear your heart on your sleeve type of performance but when you're at right back and you and you've got that line next year and uh, uh, and you have to sort of clip the balls down that channel and, and perfect it almost and but when you're more central you've got better areas to hit and he was he was clipping he clipped some great balls into channels for midfield yeah. runners or for for adebayo uh, and he looked he looked a really good uh, championship centre half yeah. and i was delighted for him and him and sonny looked looked a real difficult partnership to, to penetrate and it was it was fantastic to see so Tara, you mentioned that on saturday didn't yeah. you? you were saying um pearson with them little clip balls down the line seems Usually to work see pretty well. play, didn't we? i mean it's fantastic mm. i mean i think i don't think he actually misplaced a single pass did he i mean i mean even mm. if it like you know the ball went for a, a what for a player to challenge and try and win i think I think the second ball, first ball, second ball, we won pretty much every single yeah. time, yeah. and that was so pleasing to see because, like you say, you know, you know, like the quality. We don't keep banging on the bags. No one's hear that because fuck them. But yeah, <laughs> uh, oh, it's perfect, mate. It's just like you say, like not once did he kick out of play or whatever else. But yeah, yeah brilliant, mate. And Dave, brilliant. we we look at the the. The, the team performance at the weekend and maybe in recent weeks we've seen a few mistakes creep in or we've seen like Sluger potentially could have saved one against Barnsley at home and you know Derby away was a bit lackluster in defending but this weekend everything was perfect wasn't it the whole performance over 90 minutes no one put a foot wrong I'm I'm very old school because I'm a lot older than you guys and I've seen many many Derbys and that one for me performance wise ranks right up there because the whole team played so well I just literally, you, from from back to front. I've I've already said it. From back to front, you cannot fault anybody's um, effort, abilities. The, the tactics were spot on by the boss. You know, absolutely everything about that performance is glowing for me, and it's a spectacular win. I wish we'd have got three or four, but you know, one's even just good enough, isn't it? And someone else, I thought looked pretty good, Andy um, Naismith. I thought he had another good game. That's his position for me. That's his position. I think because. I know I mentioned it a few times on Twitter. I think at centre half, he hasn't got that real natural defensive instinct where he, you know, when Matty Pierce, Sonny Bradley, throws his body in front, he goes and tries to win things where when you're in left back position, okay, you do get yourself in those sort of central areas at times. But at left back, you can get away with it more than you can in central areas. And I just think he's, 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 an, he's an upgrade on Dan Potts, although Dan Potts has been brilliant for us. I do think he's, he's an upgrade on him. And I think he brings. He brings leadership qualities. He was talking his way through the game. Um, I think there's been a clip on Twitter that, yeah. that yeah. the club put out of him uh, praising uh, Ken Dewsbury Hall for a pass. And and you can tell he's and he's so experienced and everything like that. But he he's just, all right, he's got the odd mistake in him. But from the player I saw in the first two games, he, he's a far better player than that. He's, he, he's been a fantastic signing. I think with, you know, with Jordan Clark and obviously Dewsbury Hall is a loan signing they've been they've been outstanding for us and and, and on saturday um you know put in a, a fantastic form so i said at half time i thought him i thought naismith jordan clark and dewsbury hall were outstanding i probably should have put adebayo in that list because yeah he, he was such a handful for him and, and he led the line brilliantly and they were they were so scared of him um but as you say everybody deserves massive credit adebayo's been having a few brilliant games in a row, hasn't he? He's just been class mm. since we brought him in. And with that header against Wickham's, like Nathan Jones said, that's what we wanted to bring him in for was like goals like that. Mm. But it's, he did bully that Watford back four, didn't he? Oh, mate, all the time. He's a bully. He's a big old boy as well, isn't he? I mean, he's, he's a flick as well with it, but he's not just like he's, you know, like someone like an Akin Femmer is just, you know, good at one thing. He's all rounded. I think we had this conversation last time, didn't we, Andy? But um, mm. 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, good. to finally get, you know, obviously I know people say, oh, you need to calm down about Adebayo a little bit. Yeah, all right, maybe so, but let's just not enjoy it while it lasts at the moment because at the moment he looks like a top draw centre forward. And I'm and, sure... And I think, I think the, the chance that he they missed in terms of the, the volley at the back stick, that, that, that for me, that's just, I mean, obviously it didn't cost us, but, you know, that is just such... That's what he will learn. He will yeah. learn that he has to go and attack that with his head. He will learn, yeah. you know, he's still so young and... And I think, as you say, we just have to enjoy the fact that we've got him. We've 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 obviously took him at a great time. We took him when other clubs weren't going to take him at the end, the end of the season. And he's done, you know, he's got four goals. James Collins has got 12 goals. And for him to come in and, and, and move James Collins out of the team is, is phenomenal. All, yeah, I don't I think anybody perhaps could have expected him to have the impact he's had. Especially jumping up from League Two. It's, you know, to come from that league and do mm. so well is pretty pretty impressive, isn't it? Like you said about yeah, and uh, do you know what? It, it, I don't think he actually. Sorry, I don't think he he was really. He didn't really stand out in League Two as being somebody who you would you'd go straight away. Wham! You know he's he can make that step up easily. So, in terms of the you know the recruitment again, you have to say wow. You know they've really mm-hmm. they've really pulled one out of the hat there because I, I don't I don't think there was clubs clambering over us to sign him. So, for us to have, have identified such a, a, a you know a, a great talent and somebody who's come in and hit the ground running is is superb. And possibly for a small fee as well. Yeah. Another one, which yeah, is, good. you know, hit, we know we're not going to pay big, but yeah, it's... Just hit the ground running yeah. is the thing, right? If he comes in and he has a you know a bad few games, everybody's going saying, what have you done? But he's been phenomenal yeah, in every match. His height, his, his power, his understanding of the game as well. And, and I know we're going to talk about the incident for the penalty later on, but I was, yeah. I was watching that earlier and I was thinking, wow, he really moved mm. to get that. He really did. Anticipation, yeah. Well, Adebayo won the penalty, didn't he? Uh, 78th minute. It was a poor back pass from one of their, their centre-halves, I think, and Adebayo beat the keeper to the ball. Definite penalty. The living room in, in, in our house went mental. Everyone appealing for it. Everyone, is he giving it as he gets he not? And, uh, yeah, what, he had, what, the, what a decision, that, though, to For me, to I don't know what it looked like live, but for me, when I was watching it, and I've watched it back a couple of times, um, when Addy starts running... He yeah. really puts a sprint on yeah, to get yeah. to that ball mm-hmm. first. And he knew exactly if he got there, he knew he was going to be taken out. 100% knew he was going to go. Yeah. It's a bit unfortunate he got injured for a bit. But he had to still make up a hell of a lot of ground to get back there. And I know for that, was a so really, I mean, yeah, sometimes really decent. Sometimes you've got to put in the hard, hard yards, haven't you? Like you yeah. say, you've got to put the shift in, and he did. Andy, like, what were your go. thoughts when you saw it <laughs> happening live? Yeah, completely agree. And do you know what? what you can add to his list of things that he's got and his list of traits that is to be brave, you know, to go in there because as you say, he's shifting, you've got the goalkeeper coming there. He's they're getting there. It's probably a 49 to 51 chance to get in there first. And the the number of strikers I've played with probably myself as well (laughs) at times, you know, would have maybe took a yard off your run and thought, I'm fucking, I don't really fancy this for the goalkeeper. You've got to be be brave to put your body in there and get smashed. And he's been smashed and had to come off. You know, he hasn't just, just been clipped he's been smashed um so yeah the anticipation the desire to get there the pace to get there the power yeah. to get there and then the bravery to actually touch the ball past the keeper and get smashed magnificent and he got injured in the process which means Colo has to come on for his first touch and look collins is not the most prolific penalty taker is he, he scored a lot of them um i think he scored more in the uh, championship than he has in league one league two isn't he? yeah but or the one that remind even. the one that stressed me out was accrington away when he missed he had them two penalties missed the first yeah. one so I'm thinking like a big pressure moment, but you know what, Colo, he's come on and Mate, his first touch. How difficult is it to come off cold from the bench 
pick the ball up, put it on a... Let's not even mention... Let's do mention that. Cheating bloody Watford player scrapes up the penalty spot. Mm. He gets the ball, puts it down. He's so calm. And it's his first kick of the game. That's a, Again, if that was 10,000 people in there, we'd all want the same thing, but there'd be a little bit more pressure on him, I think. But how, yeah. how easy is that to come off the bench and do? I don't it's think it is cool at all. Collected. I mean, like you said the other day, Andy, like when he steps up and he you know, like ice in his veins and whatever else, and he doesn't even look at the referee. When I saw that, I thought, geez, he never... He didn't actually make eye contact at all with anyone. He just got that ball and went, that's my ball, I'm having it. How difficult would that be, Loved Andy, it. for Colo to uh, come on with that first touch? You know what? Taking penalties, I took a few in my career. It's the, it's the, the, the hardest thing. Honest to God, it looks so easy. And I, I've take, I took a penalty in the Santana Shield final and I'd missed one earlier in the game. Oldest shot away. And I mean, we're talking perhaps 6,000 there. Oldest shot away. So... so I've put the ball down for the second one. We've got the second penalty and I, Curtis Woodhouse was the captain and, and he looked at me straight away and I went, yeah, I'll take it. And I got the ball, put it on the spot in front of the oldest shot fans, walked back, turned around and thought, genuinely, I thought, what the fuck have I said <laughs> I'll take this penalty for? <laughs> and I was I was that close to going, Woody, I can't take it because I just, I just like proper shit myself because uh, and unfortunately I scored. Make no bones about it. That is one of the most... Everything considered, 78 minutes sat on a bench in the, in a local derby at nil-nil when you're the leading scorer who's been left out of the team True. in a game where you think you should be... Make no bones. He will be spitting feathers at Adebayo's playing. Yeah. Anybody, no, he wants to play and he should well, feel he'll yeah. be playing. To then to then come on and have absolute... I, I thought Nathan Jones had his, his head in his hands and he was up close to him and he said after the game, I asked him if he was if he was okay taking it. Uh, or he said, if, if you miss, don't worry. And he said, I won't miss. Yeah. And he just <laughs> ran on and the him. confidence. And it, and the penalty is magnificent, by the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he the goalkeeper's gone quite early, which may have made his mind up or he might have decided to go that way. He slotted it like he's been... That is one of the best penalties, everything considered, I have ever seen in my life. And the, the, the credit that should go to James Collins for that should be absolutely immense. And imagine the roar in that place if there was oh. 10,000 in there, because that's all I keep thinking about is how loud the, the whole game, I think would have just been incredibly loud. And then the roar, when the Watford player gets sent off with two minutes to go, that, that, that pulling back of Lua Lua, Um He was good as he was class when he Lua Lua, I mm, thought on yeah. the weekend, Excellent. everything I've said about, you know, maybe him not having much end product and stuff, but I thought he was immense on, on Saturday. Well, you know, you can get a little test of the atmosphere from the people that were there and we could hear them on the telly screaming penalty and, and goal so that was fantastic I'd love to have been there especially when the sending off happened as well it'll have been down where I was sitting it, they would have got everything they deserve from our fans and, and and I think you know it's a shame we weren't there but you can still revel in the in the, in the victory because the victory was unbelievably good oh, 100% yeah unbelievably good if it, if it was like a scrappy game and we won 1-0 I'd still love it oh, yeah. we wouldn't be crowing as much as we are now because but we dominated we for 90 dominated minutes we dominated the whole match the whole match and even when we got a bit you know at the end a bit tetchy when you know when they were getting a couple of chances I still still thought we were going to win it so yeah. loved it Andy loved was it loud when it when the goal went in at Kenilworth Road it, do you know what it was I was sat I was four yards five yards away from Gary Street and David Wilkinson so I was right sort of in the heart of it and the, the, there seemed to be lots of people lots of people there I'm not sure that I know 
I was in the Eric Morgan before the game and, and Nathan had came up and spoke to a load of people who I think are his family and things and they were all sat in there and so there, there was a little bit not and there wasn't atmosphere, but there was a there was a little bit of a buzz because the Watford directors were sat on the opposite side, um, who made a bit of noise when yeah. um Nobed scored obviously and quickly got <laughs> shouted down. But but they they, they were That's making polite. quite a bit bit of noise to be fair, our directors and things and um yeah, it, it, you know, it, it's it's just sad. Just just going back and just making a point on Lua Lua, um, who I think is a great player. Obviously, in the summer before last, when he was out of contract, I, I rang Simon, the physio, Luton physio, Simon Parcella, who's my physio at Russian, and, and asked him about him because he was out of contract, and I really liked him. And and he just said he just he just can't play ninety minutes. He he can't train every all week. He, he's just got so he's he's like a thirty-eight-year-old body. Um, and that's, that's the size of his legs got, as well. He's huge, yeah. isn't he? The muscle mass. Yeah, huge. Well. And he just said, listen, if if he could train every day and play night mix every week, he'd be in the Premier League. Absolutely mm. no doubt about it. Uh, but he just hasn't I, I love him to bits and I think he he produces at, at key times. We saw last yeah. season the yeah. goal that kept us up, the goal at Wickham last week. I think he's a match winner and I think it's such a shame that he's not he's not shown us a little bit more um uh, because I think of injuries. But um, you know, he's he's a he's a real good talent. But yeah, it's we could go. Well, I think we could talk about this one all night, couldn't we? Yeah. Uh, do you think yeah. with that, with that knowledge of Luar Luar, then do you reckon that's worth keeping him for next season? For that, if he can't play ninety minutes, is it worth just having him as a game changer that he can come on and and you know piece of magic I, I and win a so. game? And, and and I think he realizes that that's his that's his remit. I think he realizes that he can't play every week. You know, I, my cousin when I got to the game texted me who's season ticket holder and said. You know, I hadn't seen the team because I was driving and things. And he said, Luar, Luar. I said, well, that would be sort of 60 minutes and you'd probably have Moncur come on. Um, and when, you know, it got to the end of the game, I thought, Christ, he's played 90 minutes. I was amazed. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think as long as the lad, as long as the lad is happy with that and as long as the player is, is understands that that is his role, that's the hardest thing. You know, players who are out of the team and come in off the bench is fine. But if they come off the bench and produce and then they're not putting the team, that's, when I think the likes of perhaps Moncur will look at it and say, well, what, what more do I need to do? Because he's yeah. probably been a little bit unlucky, Moncur. But it, it's all, uh, for me, it's about the personality of the player, I think. So, Andy, i got a question for you. How did Go you on. celebrate that goal, seeing as though you were there? Come on, tell me the truth yeah, as well. What did you do? It, it was a little bit diluted because I was supposed to be there as an unbiased scout who was watching the game. Well, I was, sorry, I was there as an unbiased scout. <laughs> who was uh, so I, I, I put it on to, I filmed obviously the goal and then it came down and, and I, it was just up in the seat. We, we were frog marched to the seat. It's one of them. Don't oh, leave really? the seat, you know, yeah. and, wow. uh, et cetera, et cetera. So it was just a, you know, the, the old get up fist pump. Um, I think a little smile to Gary and, uh, and the board. And it, do you know what? The, you could just see what it meant to them. It was it, it, fantastic. They, they, they absolutely lived and breathed every kick. David Wilkinson, yeah. Gary Sweet, Gary, Gary Sweet's misses next to him. Every, they were, they were, they were, they were heading every ball. It was, we're so That's lucky. We it's, are it's, so lucky. It's been so long since that we've seen that happen. The other thing, when when we scored the penalty, I don't know if you noticed the two stewards behind the goal, they were going mental. Yeah, yeah, they were going <laughs> absolutely <laughs> mental. Um, also, um, something Bataro, something happened with us here before that penalty. Dave's Dave's um, lost a tooth, hasn't he? Oh, oh, no, oh I was going to mention that one. Shut up, yeah. <laughs> David, over to you. No, uh, during my celebrations, my crown fell out. 
<laughs> so I'm, I'm a little bit toothless. Thanks for bringing that up. Look, we had to. You, c- yeah. you can just ignore that. I remember your tooth just falling on the floor as it the penalty goes dro- in. It just dropped out of my mouth. I don't know. It's the excitement of it all. What's the drawing in, I suppose? And Cheers, then fella. we had a bit of a... You're welcome. Uh, had a bit of a scare in the 90th minute. Uh, Andre Gray, diving right. header. Warcock. Every oh. single goal we concede, I always just like try and look at the linesman and think like, is the flag up? And the one time this season when I've wanted it most... It's, it's happened and it just capped off a beautiful day, didn't it? Um, I don't know how offside this was. Was there, Andy, oh. did you have any indication of how offside you know this what? was? I, I never even thought it was offside. From oh, where I sat, I, I, I never, I, I'm the same. I always look across to the linesman. I think there was probably about three poles in my way before I could see, if I could see the linesman anyway, but uh, it never crossed my mind that he was offside. I just, he didn't look offside from where I was. He looked like he, he came almost from behind the defense. I don't know, was it, was, was it well, Potts at that time? I, I can't remember who it was, but uh, it, it just never crossed my mind. So when the flag went up, because the Watford directors were, every, were in the in the, in the the eye line of, of us sort of looking across to that end, yeah. it was even better because they were all on their feet. <laughs> and then uh, as, they went, as they went down, they got the, the from the from the Luton director. Oh, so, brilliant. I love that. Good. I would say, I, I mean, I've looked at it a couple of times and I think that Gray came back from an offside position to get the ball, right. to push it in. I think he was, I, I, I kept thinking, how was he offside? He, he seemed to yeah, be. Yeah, where was the if, same? Yeah, yeah how was he offside? How was he offside? I'm not glad he was. But if I think when I looked at it again, and uh, and if you tweet this later, Andy, and I'm wrong, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he came back. I think he sort of literally came back and then scored. Uh, so he was offside when the ball yeah, went Yeah, here's a suggestion. We could do that. Uh, Andy, you could do an analysis on Dave's eyesight. (laughs) (laughs) Not on his dodgy teeth. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. It was just a relief though, weren't it? Because for me, when that ball went in, them like three seconds between the goal going in and the offside, my heart dropped and I just thought, I can't believe we've just done that. Like we've dominated the game. Mm. And that for me felt like a bit of a loss in them three seconds until that flag went up and I was buzzing. But it would have been really cruel on us, Andy, if that would have counted. 100%. It would have been like a loss. It would have been, and it would have been such a travesty of justice because uh, no, 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 no genuine or no Watford, nobody associated with Watford Football Club can say that they deserved anything from the game. I don't think the players look up for it. I think the only player on the day that I would say would maybe get in our team on the day would be Will Hughes, who, who had yeah. a bit of a go. The, the rest for me were, were shambolic, and and we completely dominated. Apart from that. Which you could say, well, we had a good, we held a good line because we played him offside. Apart from that, they they, they were absolutely, you know, like Dave Toothless. So, it, <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, I love I you already. Played bunch of wankers. <laughs> no, I, I, do you know what though? What it shows is that we have a squad that's together, and their squad, they're just ex Premier League players who doesn't know the value of what they yeah. were playing in on Saturday. That's how I looked at it. Like well, we said before the sauces, that's well, before the game at the weekend, so our, our Portsmouth mate in our group mm. chat was saying, because I said, surely Luton are going to want it more mate. than Watford today. And he was saying, yeah, but you know, Watford have got the talent. Obviously, he's just very, just how it is with football. And I'm, but I'm, but Luton players are going to want it more. And it just, it just that, t- that they proved that Watford players probably had no idea mm-hmm. how big a game this was for the club. They probably come to Kenilworth Road at, you know, maybe not the best pitch and... Luton were at them all game. Mate, our mentality yeah. was worth more than their playing squad on that day. You know what I mean? When you, you read, could that, you could implement mentality into people, then just look at what Luton did, and that was fantastic. 
Yeah. It's just, it's a proud moment. It really is. It makes me want to cry a little bit because <laughs> I really wish we were all there. But also, I think, I, I genuinely think, I genuinely think their supporters and possibly their players thought they were going to turn up, turn us over, get mm. their three points and go. They thought it was going to be easier than it was. Oh, yeah. And they weren't prepared for our commitment. And I loved that. And I loved the way that Nathan Jones set up the team. I loved the way they started from minute one to minute 90. Um, loved every minute of it. There you go. I remember that tweet I got as well. And you'll love this one as well. Um, I had a Watford fan tweet me after the game or whatever he did. And um, he turned and said, oh, yeah, we're Premier League. Stop celebrating or whatever else. He goes, how can you um, even celebrate when you've got a shit pitch no other team can play football on that? You yeah, know, yeah, that's I was thinking, mate, that you, you can see it all around Twitter. Like You're making excuses. It's pathetic. Come on, as a like, ex-football yourself, that's a poor one, isn't it? Really poor Yeah, it's just, I was amazed when I saw Cleverly wasn't in the team because for me, in a local derby, okay, you know, he's obviously been a, a good player, Man United, Everton, etc. But he's a type of player who would know perhaps what it's about. Him and Hughes in midfield, mm-hmm. who would have a little bit of a go for him. And, and I thought yeah. even when he came on a little bit, they had a little bit more bite about him. Obviously, the lad got sent off and he moved sort of more to right back. But I, I totally agree. I think they just came. They thought it was going to be easy, Ozzy. And I, when that happens, when you go into a game where you think it's going to be easy and all of a sudden the opposition start so much on the front foot with so much energy, with so much urgency, with so much bite about them, you go, fuck. Yeah. And, and it's so difficult to then switch your mentality to, True. oh, shit, we better have a go here. Because as collective, they didn't fancy it. And we did. And, and, and yeah. you know, it... it, it Obviously showed, in, you know, the result was the correct one in the end. Yeah, With um, like in the fight as well, someone's punching the shit out of you for the first two or three minutes or whatever. You know, in the box, yeah. you know, what I mean, you're going to find it hard to adjust, but it's pretty the same thing in uh, football as well, realistically. Well, with the derby earlier on in the season, Nathan Jones said after the game didn't feel like a derby. You know, we saw um, in that in that game at Vicarage Road, Harry Cornick was like helping a Watford player off the floor and we were all yeah, just sitting there. Yeah, and I feel on. like maybe it wasn't drilled in enough then, but I felt like maybe in the build-up to this one that it was really hammered home. Like this is, a, you, you're not helping someone off the floor if they're on the floor. You you know, it's you're going, going full on. Yeah. Go full on. And it kind of felt like that, Andy. Do you reckon it was drilled into them massively beforehand? Yeah, I think so. And I totally agree. Uh, you know, we don't want to be... I don't think we want to be seeing that. I don't think McArthur would want to be seeing Harry Cornock pull, pull people off the floor. No. I think it perhaps I think it perhaps was a case of, right, this is probably clip, clip the previous game and this is the things we don't want to see. These, you know, they've turned us over. Uh, you saw the fallout of the first game. You've got an opportunity here to put it right mm. on our patch. And, and, and I, you know, whatever it was, whatever that, whatever flipped the switch of our, of our players to say, look, this, this is the biggest game of the season. Uh, for us, our supporters, it, it fucking worked a treat, and it was, yeah. it was an, uh, you know, an outstanding display. And, and do you, so, oh, sorry, I was just going to say, what a way to secure your place in the championship as yeah. well. Mm. What a way Officially to safe. Oh, yeah, even better. No more relegation <laughs> talk on the podcast, Mate, lads. It was right. never sorted. Come on, since we reached fifty <laughs> points, it was never happening. Because I just say as well, do you think that's the reason why Luke Berry started the other day? Because he's got a bit of bite about him. Well, uh, yeah, I do because I think I was surprised he was playing really because he, he got take, well, he took it off taken off at half time at Wickham, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, and he's not. I think he's probably more suited to Kenilworth Road because it's a small pitch. Wickham's quite a big pitch, to be fair, and it, Kenilworth Road is a tight pitch where you can get around, we can get people going. <sighs> Luke Berry, for me, you know, is is a technical player, but I was amazed at how how much bite he had, and oh, he left yeah, a couple I've on. Seen a few songs now, yeah. Um, and I was, he was so good. He was so on the front foot. He was getting us going. He was, he, he, he was superb. 
Um, and I was pleasantly surprised by him because I, I did know he was, a, you know, heart on a sleeve player and he, and he had a bit about him. I didn't realise he had that much in terms of leading from the front in that sense. Uh, and I was, he was superb. He was magnificent. And, and, he, and he came off on, what, 80 minutes because he was fucked. Yeah, so, and that's what you want. Yeah, he gives 100%. And we not, the thing, this is what I've said to you boys before. I said, with me, like you said about Luke Berry, will he be? And I always said, yeah. I, I hope he is going to be here. I think I said the other week because True. I know that every time I see Luke Berry, he puts in the ship. He wants to say, all right, he's not the quickest. He's not the, like, the strongest player in the world, physical wise, whatever else. But you know that mentality gives you an extra 10, 20% sometimes. And for me, that's what Luke Berry gives it. Like you say, technical. But sometimes when he has to put in the hard graft and the dirty work, I feel like he does that sometimes. Do you know what? If we had time, we could go to front. every single player and, yeah, and point out how well yeah. they played on Saturday. Every single player. I just want to pinpoint Luke Berry there. Yeah, Berry. He, oh, he hasn't no. started for a while. No, he was Germany. great. Well, was obviously, great. So against Wickham, but he doesn't really get his. Yeah, you know, fair crap sometimes, and I don't you know. I always sit there and say it. I've always liked when Berry's playing. I've always loved him playing. He's 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 committed, and I love it. Mm. Oh, I love it. <laughs> we're we're just in love with everybody at the moment, aren't we? Let's be fair. <laughs> well, we put to you guys on social media um, about what do you think gave us the edge over Watford, and after that result, how would you rate our season? Because it's been a hell of a one, and I've I've said it's now. Look, I'm I'm obviously. I, I, if we lost every game now to the rest of the year, I wouldn't even bother. Like that weekend result for me, just the icing on the cake. And we won't, but you know, if we did, uh-huh. I wouldn't care. I think um, I would be. Well, either <laughs> yeah, way, this is what you guys said. Mark says, we wanted it more. You could tell by the desire, commitment. Every player played their part and knew their role to get the win. Um, they all knew the importance of winning as well. A good season is now a great one and I'm still buzzing. Neville says, was concerned we looked too lightweight when the team was announced, but took the game to them from the start and looked bang up for it. Exceeded expectations this season, not struggling with relegation fodder and upset a few bigger fancy teams. Realistically, we haven't been around that bottom three at all this season. Have We We have been comfortable We've all season. Been at least, I think, five, six, seven points clear, at least. It's been season. it's been very comfortable, but nervy at times, but comfortable, if that makes yeah, sense. You, yeah, you know, the, you know the balance could always swing in favour yeah. of like, other teams and whatever else, but I mean, when... It's come to the crunch time and, you know, we've, you know, well, I say we, Luton have had to pull their socks up. They've done it. Yeah, just look at, we've beaten Norwich. We beat Norwich very mm-hmm. well at home. We've beaten the second place team very well at home. We've had some great performances. And yeah, have we over yeah. No, I think we've done brilliantly this season. It's, it's consolidation. We always said that last season. Consolidate your position and then move up the league next year. Yes. And look at look at the size of the clubs who are struggling. Derby County, yeah. Wayne Rooney manager, Sheffield Wednesday. You know, they're, they're every chance one of them is going to go down. It's a, it, it, mate. This league is so difficult with such massive clubs, with such massive expectation, with such magic. I don't talk about budgets, but with with a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, and, yep. uh, and 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 th- th- what we've achieved, where we can finish. You know, if we if you know if we build on on the last couple of results and go on a little run now, top tens and you know a distinct possibility and what an amazing finish that would be you know I'm the same Luke you know if if we lose every game now uh, of course we'd be disappointed because that's the nature of a football fan and we don't want that I don't think anybody wants that but you know I don't think anybody can can underestimate the the quality of the season the 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 massive and brilliant job that Nathan Jones has done um, and, and how proud we are of our football club and who knows with this Super League chat imagine if they kick all them six teams out the Premier League 
Maybe it'll be top five go up and six to ten will be a playoff space or something. You know, top ten we get in play. You know? Who knows? Absolutely not. It's not happening. <laughs> um, either way, Richard says, I think our players knew they'd let us down in the return fixture. This was a statement performance from us. One, to put the record straight against Watford and two, to show the league that next season we'll not be here to make up the numbers. Because it is about yes. kicking on next season, isn't it, Andy? Yeah, I'm 100%. I think... No, I think with with I think Nathan knows this division now. I think he's gone he's he's gone there to Stoke and he's seen a lot of it. I think he's he's come back and had this season now where he's shown that he can adapt his tactics at times to what we need to do. He's shown he he, he he's brought personnel in that uh, that know the level and know the league and he knows what he wants. Hundred percent now we need to kick on. Now I'm not saying we need to be in the top three next season. But next season, we perhaps need to be more mid-table pushing top half rather than mid-table looking behind, off our shoulders a few times. Yeah, I think yeah. that would be a, a realistic expectation from us. And I think with a handful maybe of, of additions, listen, I think a lot of our recruitment is going to be based on what who stays. Because if Sonny Bradley goes, then a centre-half is a must. <coughs> Excuse me. Um Obviously, we've got Lockyer and, and, and again, depending on Matty Pearson. So I think center halves is a must. I think, I think obviously, it depends on, on, on listen, Pelly, who's, who's slowly and surely winning me over. Yeah, uh, same as that. I've got to stop you. Same as that. Uh, yeah. um, and my, fa- my family won't believe I'm saying it. But for me, just what he brings, I, I don't want to go back over things and, and other players, but what he brings off the field as much as on the field, I think we yeah. need to keep him at the football yeah. club. Well, he's one um, that did know the importance of that derby because there's videos of him yeah. singing that he hates Watford. So he's yeah, definitely yeah, one that knows. Yeah, and I think obviously Elliot Lee's going to go out of the club. I think obviously James Collins' situation will determine whether, for me, I, I want us to keep James Collins 100%. Um, whether we will or not, I'm not so sure. I think that will perhaps run and run a little bit because I think what James Collins wants and maybe what James Collins will get maybe not be the same thing. And and I think from his point of view, maybe better the devil and uh, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know. So I think a lot of our recruitment will be based on on the players that we've already got. But I do think we need an influx of two or three to supplement that anyway. But I'm excited for it. I'm excited Mm. for our recruitment in the summer. I think we've got the right people in the right place to to make those decisions. and, and, And I totally agree. Next season's important that we we kick on and we don't stand still because if we stand still other clubs are going to surpass us so but everything for me at the moment for Luton Town Football Club is, is so positive and I think we just need to continue that positivity yeah, as, as support. I agree in all fairness as well like you say obviously we need to you know go past what we've done I mean look at Barnsley for example I mean I called this at the beginning of the season to you boys I'm going to keep saying it I'm going to you know, have Big this yourself one. up you have yeah, it mate have I'm going to have this one because I said about Barnsley and I really do rate Barnsley and what they've done and I've got a Oh my hands up and you know, clap them, whatever else, but brilliant. You too. And hey, carry on. What did you say? Nothing. <laughs> no, I, I agree. No, no you've been, you, to, yeah. you said it, but we've already said, and, and we just had it reaffirmed. We've already said you, you consolidate your position, you improve, you push up the league. We're not ready to go to the Premier League yet. We're not. Mm. But we will get there if we carry on performing the way yeah, we are and, and developing yeah. the way we are. By the time we get to Power Court, we'll be in a very strong position, hopefully. And we've re-established ourselves as a proper championship club. And that's what we want. Like I said about Barnsley, obviously, like you say, obviously, you don't want to go into too much about budgets and whatever else. But like you say, if Barnsley can do what they've done, well, yeah, they're not why the, can't we? Yeah, haven't got why the most money we? in the world, have they? Exactly. Then why can't we? That's it's going to be exciting as well, especially with 
season tickets on sale again now. The the possibility of full crowds at, at games next season, away days. Um, Sheffield United have already confirmed to be down, but you know we could potentially Newcastle's looking unlikely now, but. Some cracking away days. And before we get into some Instagram questions, uh, we need to give a big shout out to Mark on Twitter, who's decided to donate some money to charity for the goal that Colo scored the other day. Number 19, scoring the w- winner in the 78th minute, meant £97 to a chosen charity, which um, James Collins and his his partner decided to match that as well. And now everyone can go donate to it. So we've put a link to it on our social media, Owen the Town, and I think the official Luton Town page is done as well. So if you can go donate to that, why not? Brilliant cause. Um, yeah, well done, Mark. Well done, Mark. Smashing it as always. Yeah, brilliant. Um, and let's get into some Instagram questions then. I feel we should start off with this because it's in the news a lot. Um, and Jim says, what would the Super League mean for us? Do you reckon, Andy, from all this Super League chat that it would affect Luton as a club? It's hard to say. I, who, know, I, who knows, I think, what the implications would be of it happening. I think it's... Uh, I think it would be disastrous in terms of taking football away from the taking the six biggest clubs, if you like, away. I, I don't think it's the football clubs who are doing it. I think it's just the owners who are make, who are trying to make more money. And uh, you know, John F. Henry, uh, the Glazers, uh, Daniel Levy, all those. They're not representing their football club. They're not representing the history of there. They're not representing the fans. They're not representing the everything that's gone on with these football clubs over the last 150 years. They're just charlatans trying to make an extra buck. And I, if it goes through, I'd be amazed. I don't think it would be allowed. What, what implication would it have surely. on Luton Town? Uh, it's impossible to say, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't think it would be healthy for, for any, any, any football club in this country if if it was to happen. So I don't think it'll happen. And I, and I hope it doesn't happen. The only way I'd be happy with it, if VAR wasn't included in the super league, but uh, <laughs> I, I would say personally um, that if they want to go and if they push it out then stop them, how can they go and play in a super league, get 300 million pounds each team that plays in there yeah. and come back and try and compete in the domestic league there is such an advantage there. So if they're going to go to the Super League, let them go yeah. and then cut them Fuck out. Cut them off, yeah. Cut exactly. them out. Don't let them back in. And if they want to come back in, yeah, you can start right at the bottom again. Mm-hmm. If if the, if the big six, and well, big five plus Tottenham, if, <laughs> if they have that desire, if their fans are really good fans, they won't support it. And I think I heard on the radio today, someone said, oh, well, they'll just get the tourists in. Well, yeah. Good luck to you. And you know what will happen when they do the Super League? What will happen is it won't be in Europe. It won't be at home. They'll take it around the world. They'll take it to U- USA. They'll take it to other continents. And you'll miss all your flicking football. So stuff it. And this is the thing. It's literally, it's a massive middle fingers up to, you know, the fans as well, isn't it, really? It's disgusting. For me, I, I think it's absolutely disgraceful. I mean, you know, whatever, big clubs, and even I call them that, or whatever they are, like you say, Tottenham, Arsenal, whatever else, but... It's disgraceful. I think, disgraceful I think supporters, supporters have got used to, in the Premier League, supporters, especially those bigger clubs, have got used to those million, millions and millions of pounds that are being spent on their players. And they say, oh, why haven't we spent 50 million on this guy and this guy? They, they're not, they, they haven't got a real reality check on, on what the game is. Mm-hmm. They just, it's all about money. It's, and, and for the owners, they don't give a crap about Sc- The scary thing is, is where Man City were, what, 15, 16 yeah. years ago, 20 exactly. years ago? They... They, that's what gets me about Man City fans. I, I, I know quite a few of them, and they moan when they finish second in the Premier League. Well, where were you 15, 20 years yeah, ago when yeah, you were trying to avoid I know, I know, and that's 
that's a generalization and they're not all like that but it just i just think a lot of clubs forget where they come from forget their morals forget their forget where, where you know what's gone before them and, and i know listen if we if if we were in the in the top six clubs in this country a our board wouldn't allow it but you know, we, I certainly wouldn't be wouldn't be for it. So I think it's a, yeah. it's a and and eventually, eventually, it it will become like the American franchise. That's what will happen. Absolutely, they'll, they'll take Man United yeah. and they'll go. Do you know what, Manchester? You can sod off. We're going. We're going somewhere else. Yeah, and that will be that. And and they will play. They will play that that. Was it talk of a couple of seasons ago, a 39th game playing in America or wherever yeah, else? Yeah, that will happen. Shiny. So, And in a week as well, let's let's not forget that Luton offered a discount on season tickets this week. And you just compare that. So like Luton fans this week get that opportunity of a discount for our season ticket next year. And well, then we did pay 400 quid, mate, for a season we didn't actually save. So, you know. Yeah, but then you get fans of Man United that are waking yeah, up today saying, going, yeah. oh, look, we might just be taken away into another league where are going to be priced out of games because yeah. then they're going to be expensive exactly. games to that's go to. I'm, that's so what I'm saying. That's why I say it's a massive middle fingers up to the fans. Yeah. Well. It's ridiculous. It, honestly, but we're lucky, aren't we, to have such a good club you, and such Can you owners. imagine the six teams then playing in Europe and at home of not getting any domestic fixtures apart from playing Arsenal, Chelsea. It's, how boring is that going to be? Shocking. But like I said, a and it's a closed game. shop as well, so no one can get in it apart from them. It shows though. Sorry, Go I was going to say it shows that Luton are in a good place with just how well run the club is. Yeah, like again, you know, going back to Saturday, just sit out. You know, as I say, I was sort of five yards away from Gary and David and. That, honest to God, they were on their feet more than they were sat down, heading every ball in. Uh, you know, Gary, you know, I, I'm nobody to Gary Sweet. You know, I, I spent six months of the club as a player. The day I left the football club, he invited me up to his office. He made me a coffee and he's never, any time I've ever picked up the phone to him or anything or asked him anything, he's always, because he knows how much I mean to the, or the football club means to me. And it, and as soon as I saw him on Saturday, he came over and he spoke to me, and it, you know, and I asked, I said, how's it going? And he just sort of looked at me and said, Burge, you know what? It's hard. It's really, really hard," he said. "But you know, we, we'll keep going. We'll keep trying our best. We'll keep doing." It. I just sort of said, "You know, it's we, we, you're doing magnificent." You, Love, you know, yeah. I think everybody says it's you know he's doing brilliant, and we are genuinely incredibly lucky to have the people that we've got at the top of our football club yeah. and what they've done and the journey. And when you see people like Simon Jordan talk, saying he's talking <laughs> rubbish yeah. on on Talksport, mm. that just made my fucking piss boil. Honest to God. <laughs> that dickhead to say that was was disgusting and uh you know I, we, we are we are so fortunate it's 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 we're in a lucky lucky place yeah and i think i think also i need to remember and i think i sometimes we're, we're quite quick to criticize the team and the performance sometimes but we don't mean it because we don't yeah. love the club and we don't love the management it just gets frustration isn't it you're just living it's in just the game passion, you just yeah, the moment. so sometimes passion. sometimes you think oh you know that's Looks whatever else, but you do know that we're stable up the top, and, and that's we just the reason why. If you lose a game of football, the next week you come back and it's just completely <laughs> yeah. forgotten, and it's yeah. just there and then that moment, isn't it? And hey, listen, I paid for my season great. ticket the same as everybody else who did. Mm. We have not seen any games. Some people like it see one or two. Someone sort me. of yeah, me. sharp. Me. Someone <laughs> saw the best one of the season, but mm. I don't regret paying for that. I don't recall Luton nil Brentford three being the best one of the season. Oh. <sighs> Well, I was there. I'm just saying, I was, I've been to a game as well this season, so... Yeah, hang on a minute. 
You called that the best game? No, of the I season? said I don't recall it being. Oh, okay. I thought you said he did. That could go really horribly then, couldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, well, let's <laughs> move on. We've got a few more to get <laughs> Mate, through. Start digging your hole. <laughs> uh, just go on, just hurry up and come back and work for us. Uh, yeah, James awesome. says of the returning loans, and he's listed them like Lee, Osho, Newfield, Kyoso, and Eisted, who plays a part next season? What do you think, Andy, in terms of them five players, what needs to happen for them? Because I can't imagine Eisted and Newfield are going to be getting any t- uh, game time. I think Kyoso's got a chance yeah. because I think James Bree perhaps hasn't got to the heights. I think he was perhaps a bit better under Graham Jones. He was perhaps one of the very few who perhaps was performing better under Graham. Uh, he perhaps hasn't got to where we want to. And I think Kyoso has been excellent at, at Bolton and then Northampton. Um, and the fact that he's gone out and played, he's obviously done so well in, in League Two that we've pulled him back and then put him back into League League One. I think that's a big thing. Although obviously Northampton are, scra- are scrapping for the lives, but I think he's got a part to play. I think he's he's energetic, he's lively, he's very attacking. I think he'll I think he'll push James Bree and I think we'll keep him. I like Osho. I do like him and I think he's that he's that uh athleticism that we lack at the back. Whether he can be trusted, you know, I'll come back to that trusted word. Mm-hmm. Whether he can be trusted to go and play 46 championship games, I'm not so sure. But put him alongside a Sonny Bradley for 10, 12, 15 games. I think maybe he's also one who can step into midfield. We almost took him at Mansfield to be a holding midfielder. We took Shaughnessy. I think I mentioned last time we took Shaughnessy instead, but he's someone who can do that. So I think those two um, have got a part to play. Again, depending on, I think, who stays and who goes. But I, I would say for someone who's perhaps ready to come back in, I would say that Kyoso would probably one oh I'd look at maybe we'll start the season next season if yeah. I'm pushing if I'm putting my, my hat on that. That's I think we had we had this conversation didn't we boys yeah. uh, a few weeks back. I don't know if you heard Andy but I thought we were all in favour yeah. of Kyoso as well. I mean I've seen him play a few times I mean, I've watched him at Bolton a couple of times. I've not seen him at Northampton yet but I've heard a few you know positive mm. things flying about but for me he is a player. I mean how old is he now? 23, 22? No even yeah, no 21 not, not even no, that is he. But that's how you develop and a player, yeah, isn't it? If, if he's not good enough to start in the championship right now, you you, you put him out on loan, and he gets the magic yeah, experience, and, stats, and, and you develop him. Yeah. And his stats as well. I know people go, oh, it's not yeah. stats, not everything, but you have to say incredible. To, you have to say to that that's why we've got Jewsbury Hall, isn't it? And we know he's a good, we know he's a class act as well, so I, I'm all for that as well. Getting back to Luton. And it's not as if he time. can't make the step up. If Adebayo stepped up from League Two to yes, the Championship and, exactly you know, Kyoto's had half a season in League Two, then half a season in League One, albeit Northampton have been struggling, but... That's good sometimes experience, isn't it? makes a player, though, sometimes. The, the, right? Those two, ex, you know, he's gone to Bolton, and although Bolton have, have fallen from grace, the expectation at that football club is huge. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that for me, the expectation, although Russian was a small club in terms of stature, they were, because of the money behind the club, there was always that expectation. And that expectation that's on your every game to perform is huge. So he's had that expectation at Bolton. And then he's gone to Northampton in an absolute dogfight where, so he's got two different, he's been exposed to do two vastly different mm-hmm. experiences, massive for him, massive for his development. Yeah. And the fact that he's been performing in that as well is, is an absolute bonus. And I think he'll be a big player. For, well, not a big player. I think he'll be an important player to push us on next season. Yeah. I think we can all agree with that as well. Yep. It's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, it's exciting, isn't the it? Just have another the future's young bright, fullback everyone. coming through, though, isn't it? Orange, you know, David. Yeah, the future's bright. It's orange. After Let's two go. years of watching Stacey and Justin at, at fullback, it's yeah. nice to know that you've got like Kioso coming 
coming through the ranks, isn't it? Isn't it nice though? After all that crap in the in the conference, that we are progress so much. It's I don't say that. He played a little bit in the conference. No, well, I don't well, mean it. No, 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 no. <laughs> what are you trying to say? What I'm saying is, you bastard. I, no, no, let me let me let me rephrase that. We just called me toothless. Um, <laughs> I I um. Well, you know what I mean. You know, the absolute despair of getting actually relegated out of the league after you've, in my lifetime, never seen them out of the league. Mm-hmm. And we've had five years of, of trying to get back. Isn't it great to be where we oh, are? That's amazing. Amazing. It's brilliant, isn't it? And hopefully we're back in the stadiums next next season. I haven't got a season ticket. Yeah, I need to go on the waiting list to get one. But, um, do you realise I'll sell you just give every Gary, single hey, match for Andy, give Gary pounds. a call. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris says we'll, like, we'll do this last one and it's a bit of a silly one he says do you think we'd have more or less points playing with crowds God knows it's, I, it's one of the ones obviously you, you don't know but well I, I would say I would say a lot of things about that I think sometimes I don't care what the referee is impartial we get that but sometimes when you get a huge amount of noise going at him and you go oh did I miss that did I miss that is that how it works you know I think with the crowd behind you, the the team performs a little bit better. And I also think you can. You literally can influence. I mean, I remember when we had left-hand linesmen down at the Kenny. So they're running down by the tunnel where I sit. And we was having to go at this lino the whole match. Literally because he was given the, what we thought were the wrong decisions. And eventually he gave the wrong decision our way. Which, you know, I just felt we influenced him. Happens, yeah. So I think, I think sometimes I go, oh, did I get that wrong? Just think about the offside. You can imagine all those fans that were sitting next to or, or where the lino is, they would have shouted out offside on Saturday. He would have listened. Mm. Great. Yeah. Just to, not, yeah. I mean, just to answer that question, it sort of works both ways as well. Doesn't it? With, you know, obviously fans, other, other teams, fans influencing them as well in terms of, yeah. Having more points, it's hard to say, isn't it? Uh, yeah. But well, without just, a shadow shadow of a doubt, fans influence officials, fans influence players. You know, I think the the more stickers of, for me as a, of my experience was the more stick I got off the fans. When I went back to Oxford as a Rushton player, having left Oxford, it, the more stick they gave me, the more it wanted me to perform. We got yeah. beat three 0 like, but even so, you know, them throwing a toilet roll at my head in the tunnel. <laughs> 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 I got, proper, I got properly sucked in as well because someone shouted Andy and I thought, oh, someone's going to be nice to me. I turned around and a Lou Roll smashed me right between the eyes there. And I thought, here we go. But, uh, you should have nodded it back. Uh, yeah, uh, I was never very good at editing. But, I do, you know, at the end of the day, as a fan, you hope you influence your team. You hope you, you give them that, that bit extra, you know, that, that little bit of a cheer or that little bit of a come on, you know, that sort of thing. And 100%. You imagine, you imagine on Saturday with that going on after we've had that first five minutes, it would have been immense. It would have been immense. I'll yeah. tell you what, though, it's pretty good that we weren't there on Saturday because I think, it, well, as soon as I see Andre Gray score, I think I would run on the pitch and just, I don't know what I would have done. Because <laughs> I'll tell you what, right, that's probably the biggest cheer of the night for me or the big, of the afternoon, should I say. So, right. so Ego, Ego, Watford got promoted and he, he comes available on a free. <laughs> you see, I, I think do it, so some, quite naughty, that is. I think it's quite naughty, but I think sometimes you've got to let grudges go. We've done that with the manager. Yeah, but, uh, but However, he's doing all this sort of shit where he's doing. He's no, a fucking no, no, no. Actually, he this, is, this is one thing I totally Excuse disagree. I totally, totally disagree on, and I really do disagree on it. Back when I was younger, when when a player left your club and they got interviewed, uh, you're playing your old club this week, and they'd go, 
uh, yeah, I can't wait to score against them. I can't wait to do this. And they would celebrate. What's wrong with celebrating? They're playing bloody football for their team. Dave, What's wrong with that? Don't no. you sit here and... Why no, do they Dave, need come to show respect? Oh, Jesus Christ. You, what, you're sitting here telling me, right, that Watford, <laughs> he's just scored for Watford. He scores a goal, he celebrates. No, hang so on. giving all this sort of shit on his chest. Hang yeah, on you, a minute. You're, you're, hang on a minute. This is, oh, no, that's no. different. <laughs> Luton and Watford is different. However... It's the same when, thing. It's not. When you go to some of these Premier League clubs and they're playing their games and someone scores against the whole thing and they just go, well, I'm not going to celebrate that goal. Bollocks. That's so, what so you're ego, playing the game ego. for. What, what, Will what you would stop you asking if difficult Andre, questions? If Andre Gray was available in the summer on a free as a foil for, for Adebayo, James yeah. Collins goes and, and, he's, and he's the replacement. What, what are you saying? Do it or not? If you're the manager, do it. are you taking him or not? Do it. I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, Andy, right? What would you do? <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? I, I, would I don't do? know. I think, I think it would be hard for him to be accepted back to the club at the moment. Especially after but, what he did, Dan. Like, yeah. Come on, man. But, oh, I know, don't care if it was disallowed or not. That is disgraceful. I mean, I, I, but, but, but the Nathan Jones thing has got to go as, as proof to say, I'm not saying I'd do either way, but the you know, everyone, if any, you know, when he went to Stoke, if anyone said, mm. you know, he's coming back, I think people would have got no chance. Not happening. You know, uh, what if he came I, back, I, scored I 29 goals and fired us to the Premier League? Well, personally, I can't see that happening because he hasn't been prolific since he left well, Brentford, has he? Let's be I'll fair. Tell you what, right? Tell so, you what, for next minute, leave me out of this one. That's good. <laughs> All right. Put your headphones back on, man. <laughs> Put your headphones back on. I was going to say, he wasn't prolific when, after he left Brentford to go to Watford. So, yeah. No, I won't have him back, Andy. There you go. There's my answer. Great, no problem. <laughs> That's fine. I don't th- no, I, I, I wouldn't like to see him back because I think that, you know, if he missed an open goal or an absolute sitter, instead of James Collins, he's like, oh, do you know what, he'll probably score another one next week or whatever. You just get angry. I think I'll just get mad and I think, I don't know what I'll do. We don't want an angry Pataro anytime soon, so mm. we'll take you as a no as well. Yeah, I'll go bright red, yeah. you see me, it's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all we've got time for today. A nice hour-long podcast, a special and one. And the camera went off. And Yeah, the camera, We sorry, we lost the, the camera halfway through. But um, next week, I'm not going to be here, so Dave's going to be leading the podcast, should be a good one. <laughs> Andy, thanks so much for joining us. We'll, I we'll say that. We'll get you Pleasure. back again. Thank and. You. Um, yeah, get us on socials, Owen the Town. We're on YouTube. Go watch the podcast and Twitter, Owen the Town. Nice one, guys. And what a win. And yeah, win. and fuck you, Andre Gray, you prick. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> sorry for the bad language. Very sorry. But uh, <laughs> we'll see you next time.